This episode is for people who are obsessed with analyzing other people's behavior. This is for people who are obsessed with reading people's mind just by staring at them, just by looking at them, just by observing them like that without asking them any adequate questions. This is for people who read psychology books and then use that in order to analyze people in everyday life or on social media. This is for content creators. This is for podcast discussions. This is for self-help content creators or any educative Facebook page or educative YouTube channels because they are plural who use psychology references in order to analyze a situation or rely on psychology and assume that their assumptions are facts. We are in 2021. Individuals in both everyday life and social media platforms seem to be interested in psychology which is initially a good thing. You would see two people discussing a psychology book and then using what they learn it in that psychology book to analyze each other's behavior, maybe without even noticing it. You would also see people commenting on social media trying to do what seems to be a psychology-centered analysis of a situation happening in society. Content creators happen also to be a part of these psychology-related discussions. You would see some of them referring to psychology when they talk about something on their stories. Self-help and spirituality content creators happen also to be incorporating some psychology and neurosciences references and points in their content same thing when it comes to podcast discussions facebook educative pages and youtube educative channels almost everyone speaks psychology nowadays the question is is there a limit to that should everyone use psychology references in every situation every time they discuss, analyze, interpret, argue, fight, and judge? To put things within a context, what is even psychology in the first place? According to Dr. Saul McLeod, psychology is the scientific study of the mind and behavior. Psychology includes many subfields, or many subfields of study such as human development, health, clinical, social behavior, and cognitive processes. Taken in consideration, or if we take in consideration this given definition of what psychology is, this definition shows that specialists in psychology are the ones who are in the position of using psychology to study the mind and behavior from a clinical, social, and cognitive aspects, and not us, simple individuals. Now, 
Another question is to be asked, what is the job of a psychologist other than studying the mind and behavior? Okay, we are going to take in consideration so many comments done by psychologists and psychology students about what happens when they say that they are psychologists or clinical psychologists or if they say they are studying psychology. We are going to take in consideration what Shona Brooks said. So Shona Brooks said, I did my degree in psychology and whenever someone would ask me what I'm studying in school, I would say psychology. And the next question that pops out of their mouth is, do you know what I'm thinking right now? No, I am not a mind reader. I am taking psychology courses, not studying to become telepathic. Let's take another commentary. Corey D. Miller said, even as a bachelor student or even a bachelor in psychology leads to this question, are you reading my mind? Are you analyzing me? I have always thought this was an interesting question, partly because an undergraduate degree doesn't come with much practical experience. It's more like an overview of psychology. Why do you think people ask this question to psychologists and people who are studying psychology? This ultimate question of, are you analyzing me? Do you know what I'm thinking right now? Are you trying to read my mind? Dr. Ali Matu, who is a clinical psychologist, responded to this question by saying, I think this question comes from stereotypes about psychology and how the field works. So when we think that psychologists are trying to read our minds, trying to analyze our behavior, just like that, just by looking at us. This is a stereotype about psychology. This is, this is what we think psychology is about. It's about reading people's mind and analyzing their behavior without even daring to ask them a question or many questions. And we tend to think that these assumptions, those mind reading sessions, are facts. We think that we are very right to do so. Conclusion. Even clinical psychologists, psychology students, are not supposed to read minds and analyze individuals without any evidence. And just like that, just by looking at them. But how, I mean, here's a question. How are specialists in psychology or clinical psychologists or psychologists themselves are supposed to do then? Okay, so we said that psychologists and clinical psychologists are not supposed to read minds and analyze people just by staring at them. How do they proceed? How are they supposed to do if they don't analyze people just by observing them? 
according to the clinical psychologist Dr. Ali Matu. Clinical psychology focuses on understanding thoughts, feelings, and actions that are out of the ordinary. Psychologists can't understand what people are feeling and thinking just by looking at them. A psychologist needs to know what's going through their heads and what they are feeling in their body. The only way for psychologists to figure that out is by asking adequate questions and eventually figure out a diagnosis. And this is just the beginning of the work of a psychologist. This is how they are supposed to be doing their work. And even a diagnosis, it tells a lot about the problems people are experiencing and what type of treatment they need. But it doesn't tell them why people are experiencing these problems, according to the clinical psychologist Ali Matu. But it doesn't tell me anything about why you're experiencing these problems or how I can customize a treatment to fit your needs. That's why I dig deeper and that's where the real analyzing comes in. I talk to my patients about their past to identify origins to their problems. Things like a genetic risk, important events in their past, what their family was like, where they grew up, and important parts of their culture. I'll also ask about precipitants recent changes that might have triggered these problems or made these problems worse. But the real magic of a clinical psychologist is how we identify mechanisms. At some point, it is alright to read scientific articles or books about psychology. It is even good. But reading these books and exposing ourselves to these books and educating ourselves about psychology doesn't mean we should use what's inside that book in order to analyze ourselves and other people. This has to be done by a psychologist who has to proceed in a certain specific way as mentioned before by Dr. Ali Matu. When we deal with ourselves and people after getting some psychology knowledge, we sometimes can't help but to analyze people and play the psychologist to identify behaviors and accord them to what we read and understood from the psychology book. It, when we face people, we automatically get triggered and... Dealing with people automatically triggers memories of what we have learned from the psychology book that we have read or a content about psychology that we have seen on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook page. And we tend to assume that our analysis and conclusion are facts just because they seemed to align what was said in that book or the source of psychology. And we shouldn't do that because human behavior is complicated. We as human beings are complicated and it is hard to find explanations to what people do what they do. 
and why do they do what they do, according to Ali Matu. It's complicated and it's hard to find one simple explanation for why anyone does what they do. I'll make a decision about misbehaving mechanisms based on what the kid has told me, their parents' perspective, what the school says, the current scientific research on the topic, and my experience treating these problems. Then in treatment, everything I do will target this mechanism, the root cause of the problems. This whole process, it's all collaborative. My patient and I do it together. I don't keep secrets from my patients when it comes to what I think is causing their problems. I'll tell them what I think is going on and check in with them to see if it makes sense given what they're experiencing. I might be the expert on clinical psychology, but they're the expert on them. This is why I hate the question, are you analyzing me? I can't analyze you without you because I can't read your mind and I would never even try to do that without your permission or your cooperation. This is why psychologists are prohibited from analyzing public figures. Seeing someone on TV doesn't give you any information about what they're thinking or feeling and without their permission, it's unethical to even try. One could argue and tell me, why should I stop analyzing people? Why should I do that? Where is freedom of speech, of giving your opinion? Okay, first things first. It's okay to read a psychology book, but it's not really okay to use that in order to analyze people and then think that our analysis and assumption or assumptions are right and are facts. Second, when it comes to the mental health or the psychological aspect or the clinically psychological aspect of a human being, in this situation, we are absolutely not talking about an opinion. We are not talking about freedom of speech. We're not talking about stating an opinion. Health is not something that should be discussed by people. There are only two people or two sides who are concerned. The specialist in psychology or psychologist or clinical psychologist and the person concerned. We cannot do that. Why? Why we shouldn't do that? Why we shouldn't analyze people and why we should let psychologists do their job instead of playing the psychologist ourselves and start reading minds and analyzing I mean, analyzing people's mind and people's behavior. We are not qualified no matter how many books about psychology we read. No matter how experience we have. It will only lead to judgments, prejudices, and received ideas about individuals. And according to... Sereni Pillay, on his article, call it the dangers of self-diagnosis on psychology today. The difference between us and a clinical psychologist, they know the nuances that a diagnosis constitutes 
or a psychological diagnosis constitutes. It is about a context. What's the difference between us and psychologists? Psychologists know what to say according to a nuance and according to a context. We humans who are not specialists in psychology, we lack context. There is also a danger of misdirecting and misleading and undermining the role of a clinical psychologist. By reading people's mind and analyzing their behavior or our own, we may think that there is more wrong with them or us than there actually is. Trying to understand people is better than analyzing their behavior and trying to read their minds based on making assumptions. How will we understand them by simply asking right adequate proportional questions if they feel at ease answering them because respecting people's boundaries and our own is good as well and there will certainly or probably be a time when we don't understand people because we tend to be complex as human beings which is normal one thing is left in here to be done when we don't understand we need to stop analyzing people we need to stop reading their minds and even if we don't understand them after asking questions the only thing that is left for us to do is to respect ourselves and to respect people and their privacy and their boundaries this is a good thing to do it's better than assuming that our analysis or psychological analysis are facts and what is better is letting psychology for psychologists while still reading psychology books and remaining open to learn psychology or learn some points about psychology without using what we have learned against people or in order to analyze people and ourselves which could be very misleading thing to do so if you are a content creator if you are a psychology i mean not psychology if you're a content creator uh, here's the thing if you were a psychology content creator and you studied psychology you wouldn't need to hear this because psychology students and psychologists and clinical psychologists are aware and know very well that it's unethical to analyze people just by staring at them without asking them any questions under their consent so If you're a content creator on social media, if you're a Facebook educative page, if you are a YouTube educative channel, if you are a self-help and spirituality content creator, 
please and if you're also a podcaster if you are someone who grabs people in order to discuss something that is related to human beings society on a more psychological level please even if you have read many books about psychology don't do that in order to analyze people analyze people just by staring at them or just by being far away or just by reading their social media profiles and then think that by relying on psychology your analysis is right and it contains facts which is not the case please don't do that it will it will only lead to misleading misdirecting it will only lead lead to judgments prejudices received ideas and you wouldn't let people be if you do that if you do that with yourself or to other people especially if you are one of those content creators who have i mean who has so many followers don't forget that your followers follow you blindly this is a fact and they take in consideration your analysis as if they were truthful as if they were right leave psychology to psychologists Cracking all your fingers with your eyes fixed to the floor. Sounded I go down the street by the monument. Keep a keen eye on the in-between From the people to the queen